0: Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. You look cute today. Thanks. So do I you. Like your outfit. You have your new little shorts that I bought. You bought. <laughs> I bought.
1: <laughs> no, that you buy my presents.
0: I did. Yeah, we had a fun oh, shopping we trip. We did. I loved it. I teased it on a fact check. Oh. Dax was asking what I did that weekend. I said we went shopping and then there was a story that we were going to tell <laughs> on Saint and so I didn't say the name of the place. And so I'm going to keep that place under wraps. But should we? But we keep going to listen. Okay. Well, I, feel like I don't know how to handle this. Okay. So we're going to do it anyway. I walk in to the store and you were there already. And I saw, as soon as I walk in, I see that you're like, engaged <laughs> with a man who works there. I don't want to enter the conversation. So I just start looking at clothes. And then I text you, I'm here. And you're like, me too. And I was like, yeah, I see you. Like, just come here. But you were still in an enraptured conversation. <laughs> and then you came over And I was like, do you know him? Because I thought, oh, maybe Liz knows that person. The way you were conversing, it really seemed like you knew him. And then you didn't. You were just chit-chatting, waiting for me. And then you felt that he was a little overbearing yes <laughs>
1: overly familiar
0: <sighs> and now we're worried because we did end up telling him <laughs> about our podcast but now
1: he'll really know I think you should cut that part <laughs> okay, out because okay. we could have gone to a bunch of different I mean areas? he's gonna know
0: if he listens he's
1: gonna know yeah, oh my yeah, no god do you think he that. really is
0: gonna listen though but this is oh, fuck.
1: what I was thinking about the other day I was like this is a good story because there's a lot of meatiness to it because Monica let me come into the changing room with her which is a new was uh, a big well she kind of
0: snuck her well, way in
1: no <laughs>
0: forced her <laughs> A
1: little bit. I actually went into the other one, and you we were like, "No, like you can come in mine." Like, and I was like, um, oh my god." <laughs> This is the best day of my life. And so then you even changed in front of me, which I didn't look. I'd look to the ground so that you would feel comfortable. <laughs> That's nice. But I was really excited on the inside. Uh, not sexually. No, like, because you yes.
0: felt like I trusted you. Yes.
1: To me, the, these are landmark moments. Experiencing them brings me a lot of joy. But yeah, so once we were in the changing room, I just started realizing what was happening. I was like, oh my God, this guy's now like following us around and like talking to us. I'm looking in the future of like how this interaction is going to end. He's going to try and get my, no- or, like Sorry. just the awkwardness of it and then you were like you were best
0: friends with him like you let him believe that you were interested not romantically no. or anything but just that you were interested in conversing at all right and all we did was talk about you
1: that was why i was so enraptured and interested that may have given him the impression that i'm feel about him the way i feel about you but i don't and so then we were in the changing room and then you were like look when someone says like do you need help this is and then we did we did a role play. We did a role play. I taught you. You taught me how to respond. And so you keep looking at what you're looking. You say, oh, no, no, thank you. And then you turn around right away. That's
0: right. You turn around like, right no, 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 I, I'm good. I'm just looking. Thank you. Yeah. You can make a very quick eye contact with a smile. To say, oh, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm just looking. Then you immediately go back to your clothes. But then we went to another <laughs>
1: store <laughs> where there was a very different vibe going on. With you and the salesperson. Oh, well, I didn't have a vibe with him. No, but you were way more friendly (gasps) The both of us were. We were, like, best friends with him. I mean, not best friends, but we were having a lot of fun. Well,
0: okay, so I was trying stuff on. You were waiting outside, and then this nice man, he just brought you a jacket to try on. We can't go into such detail. He's going
1: to listen. Look, I don't want to hurt his
0: feelings. It's not him. It's It's me. Yes,
1: that's right. (laughs) If you're listening, it's not you, it's me.
0: It's not. I think we get ourselves, a lot of women, and you're one of them, get yourselves (laughs) stuck. And I've done this too. Stuck in situations that you don't mean to be in because of friendliness. Right. Because we think we have to be so friendly. And then you end up like getting sort of followed around the store. And then he brought you a jacket to try on, but you weren't going to buy it or anything. It did look really cute on you. It did,
1: but it's never going to happen. That's
0: how I let you in because I could tell. I'll things were <laughs> things were going badly. Like I could tell in your voice that you at that point didn't like okay the amount of attention. Check. And so then I said, "You can come in this dressing room with me." How can you tell the the, the high pitch? Yeah, maybe it's about the pitch, or I think I just I just felt no yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was another man working there, and then this happened again at another store. And this is not fair. Like, but these people were gay men. Yeah. And there's no problem chit-chatting with them. I don't feel like I have to do my thing of, like, mm, you were in totally my bubble. Different. Yeah, because there's no threat at all of it turning into something. But then it's like, can't just two straight people have regular interactions? I think they can. I think we should.
1: <laughs> I think mean, that would, like, solve a lot of problems. But it's like, how do you... Yeah. Oh, it's so... What's the
0: solution? <laughs> I don't think there is one. I think currently it's the way of the world. I will say my ground
1: on this. I think it's good that men do go up to women in public. I don't think we should just be on apps all day and that Agreed. that's how we should be meeting. I do think people should be meeting. Again, nothing
0: inappropriate no, happened. no. So then he well, did no, we show up at the party. coffee no, shop. We no, we can't put
1: this. Party. No, we can't put this.
0: No, we are. No, it was just funny because then we went to this coffee shop. This was just hilarious because we we were talking about just these dynamics of straight men versus gay men and our interactions with yeah. them. When you're single, that's another thing. Right. If you're in a relationship or if you're married, this goes out the window. Right. It's about the idea or threat that this might turn, turn into something or that someone will think it could turn into something. So we were talking about all this. We went to this coffee shop right down the street, and we were waiting for the matcha, and he just showed up there. Did you tell him you were going no. there? No. He, he just, bugged the dressing room? No. He happened to go there. It was it was a coincidence. He even said, he said, I'm not following you guys. No. Which was funny. funny. It was was just really funny. It was funny. funny. (laughs) But I feel
1: so bad in my body right now that, like, he's going to listen. It's not
0: him. Yes. And if he listens, thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, it sounds like we, like, we're like, ew. And we have a podcast. That's not what happened. The the other salesperson said, oh, I love your show. And then we started talking about that he— Wanted yes. to know about the show. Right. But we love you. We don't, okay, sorry. I, no, was see, too far. you're
1: doing it. Yeah, but I don't, okay, so what, wow, so example, how do we manage? I know, how do I? You have to get over needing to be
0: so liked.
1: I feel like I'm hurting him right now.
0: It's not about, let's be really clear. Okay. This is not him. It was just an example of how we interact differently yes. with different people. Yes. And their sexual orientation, unfortunately, it kind Plays of makes, it does. Yes. I think this is common for single people. I don't think this is. Yeah. Oh my God, I had a dream. I just remember. <laughs> Liz, I was so mad at you last night in my dream. No. Yeah. Oh no. Don't worry, it hasn't translated oh. to real life. What did I do? You like seduced Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> The best boy? Yeah, I think it's because we've been talking a lot about him because he's a best boy. Cool guy, sexy man. He's all three, exactly. He's the only one that's all three. But you met him. I've Okay, oh, you know how dreams get <laughs> complex? Oh yeah, I was with you. We were at a taping of his show or something. And then you had like a look on your face, kind of uh, like the voice thing that I know about you. You had a look on your face <gasps> and I was like... What's going on? And then you're like, well, we hung out yesterday. And I was like, Liz, (laughs) oh my God, he's married and we like his wife. And even if we don't, it's not good. And he kind of kept looking like over at you too. So he fell in love with you. You kind of seduced him the day before. You'd only hung out once, but then you were like, I'm taking him. You like really, you were then dead set on it. And I was trying to trap you in a space so that you wouldn't. You had like balloons and stuff oh nice <laughs> sweet and you were gonna like go you were like gonna go to him and I was like no that's my move yeah I balloons. go with balloons yeah, yeah it's <laughs> men sexy it. yeah. <laughs> yeah I just remember that how weird Maybe because wow. I knew we were recording today and then a lot of Jimmy talk lately.
1: Sometimes I will be telling a story and you'll be like, Lit! like, you'll like assume this. And I'm like, no, but I also understand why you would assume this. <laughs> <laughs> that that, so that you record. are being flirty, is that what? Well, sometimes I think I get myself into situations that are unexpected. So how are
0: we going to, have you forgiven me? Yeah. Tonight, I'll okay, see how it yikes. goes with our dream selves. Right. I'm not so sure where we're at. Wow, but wow, in wow, real wow. life, we're great. Okay, great. Thank <laughs> God. We have last week's pin. I know, thank you. I've been thinking brunch about pin. that, but thank oh you. Oh my for God, thank you. Brunch pin is also yes. on my mind. Did we fully cover? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I still feel horrible. I, I'm going to have tummy aches for a week over this.
0: Lit. <laughs> I, it was fine. It wasn't him, but it was interesting that our demeanor— Changes Because I don't think he was flirting or anything. I think he was just being very, like, friendly. But when you date guys and you're available, everything becomes, oh, no, do they think I like them? And half of the time, it, it's not even happening, I don't think. Like, yeah. no one's thinking that. But it can always be it on can your mind. Happen.
1: And so many friendships, you know, there's that whole meme of, like, the guy that's about to ruin the friendship. And it's, like, he'll just be like, I can just talk to you. Like, when they start saying the things that you know is, like, uh-oh, it's a sign that they're going to, like, start revealing their love to you. And again, I think you should tell people when you like them. I'm pro-interacting with people. And the thing that I try and remember, because even sometimes, okay, this is... dating apps I feel
0: guilty in one way
1: yesterday like this person just wrote this like really thoughtful like what they like you know about my it seems like you're really blah 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 and like what really left to. and then I just was looking at the person I was like can I get myself to and I was like no I can't and then I felt this wave of guilt wash over me but then I, I remembered I told myself Men are used to being rejected way more than women are. It's kind of part of the whole game, right? And Rob, tell me if I'm wrong. And I'm not saying it's easy, but it's part of the sort of seduction thing is that men are hitting on way more women in that process to know that they'll get rejected. And actually, I think that makes them more equipped for— Yeah, and confident. —to sort of, again, engage in public or engage with people that they don't know. Whereas I'm very sensitive, I think, to rejection Yeah, yeah. And, you know— Make a whole story about it. So it helped me think about the fact that these men, they don't feel it in the same way that I would feel it.
0: Well, also, you just shouldn't feel guilt about not being interested. You can't control that. There's nothing to feel guilty about. Guilt comes when you've done something actionably wrong. You can't help it. That's a good point. The brunch pin. Yeah. The brunch pin (laughs) is from last week. A uh, big cliffhanger. Huge. We went to brunch and we got on this conversation that I think is important. You were with some non-single friends, yeah. And we're always with non-single friends. We are. You made the astute point that when you're with non-singles, the first thing they ask often is about your dating life, and they're almost like drooling. They're like chomping at the bit. They, it's entertainment. Entertain me. It's like, so what's going on?
1: You know, they want it to be good. Like, I'm not saying they want of course, like a, 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 a you catastrophe. Know, catastrophe or like a car crash, but they want like details.
0: Also, could we be
1: generous that they're sort of living vicariously? I think so, 100%. But,
0: but the there's thing a
1: superiority. is, there's a superiority because it's a mix of entertainment and pity. There's yes. a little pity because then— most of the time, if you're still single, the stories aren't going to be great. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're in a relationship, then that's it. But if you're talking about, and again, some dates are great, but most of them, there's a reason why it didn't work out. Yeah. And so usually what ends up happening is that they like what's going on and they're frothing at the mouth and then all they get is really horrible. just a bad story that you have yeah. to tell. and dating stories, even the bad ones, like, it would be almost better if they were dramatic and interesting but like it's usually like yeah and then i never heard from him ever again or then he just kind of like wasn't putting in a lot of effort and it's usually just a down do, do, do. exactly <laughs> it's done, done. Like, yeah. it's not—so it, then they're not satisfied because that's not what they wanted. They wanted something that's, like, juicy. fun and juicy. And then both of you feel bad. That's how I feel like that question usually goes. Now I feel bad, and now you feel bad because
0: I feel bad. And then you end up giving me, like, a weird pep talk about how I'm going to find the one. That's Which then the superiority thing. comes in. Yeah. Exactly. It always leads to the person who is in a relationship imparting some advice, <sighs> which, which is so. tough because they started it. That's yes. the thing. It's
1: like, I didn't ask for advice. Yes. And even one day, like, you know, you'll be happy and you're like, I was happy before asking this question. (laughs) Yeah. I'm actually fine. And now because I'm primed to think about all the things that aren't working out in this part of my life. And I think the Flip side would be so inappropriate, right? For me to be like, tell me about what's going on with John's lack of with erections, your sex like, life, yes, it Married would be
0: sex be totally invasive. It would invasive. feel very invasive,
1: and so it's almost like we're on display because we're single.
0: I mean, this isn't all my friends. Also, they do. mean well. They do. They're just checking in on our lives, but it's true that the reverse doesn't necessarily— I mean, sometimes it does. I have friendships where we talk about their marriages. And in that case, I don't mind as much because it feels more equal.
1: And also, I think you're coming in not from a place of wanting details, but from a place of hearing about how she's feeling. It's not for, like, the gossip of their inner conflicts.
0: In any other area of life— if a friend is looking for a job, you wouldn't immediately, like first thing you sit down, so how's the job hunt? Or by the way, if you are doing that, you shouldn't do that because you would know if they had a job. So the job hunt's not going well. (laughs)
1: Like you already have the Literally answer, that. <laughs> and also if I am dating someone that I'm excited, if things are going yeah. well, you will know about exactly. it exactly. Like, you don't have to prompt me; it will come up in conversation. The thing that again I noticed as we were talking through it was like Monica never asks me that question. We will be out together for hours and dating will just not be, again, it can totally come up. It'll we'll be like, up. oh, what happened with that guy? It'll come up tangentially sort of from other conversations. But there are so many other things that you're going to ask me about my life. It is not the entree. Asking. No, it's like the it's sprinkles like, the like, the like oh yeah, what's go- you treat it like it's not the most important thing that's happening in my life. And I think that tone and because it's intention. Not. It's not. I love it. And I appreciate it so much. And I love how little we end up talking about it in the way that I don't like. Like, I think we do end up talking about relationships and
0: dating and yeah. obviously all kinds
1: of stuff, but I don't ever feel that heaviness to it or again, that sort of subtext.
0: Yeah. I mean, it could be just because we're in the same position, but right. I wonder if, we end up in relationships if we'll do that. I think people get amnesia. They were just single and feeling the exact same way and then as soon as they're in a relationship, you forget. Forget. I remember being in a
1: relationship Well, particularly one of them where for some reason I thought we had such a great relationship. And like it was great but also not perfect in any sense. And it's over. So... (laughs) You know, yeah. there were definitely issues. Where I had almost a sense of superiority over even some of my friends that were in relationships where like I felt they were oh, being treated as good as I was. I'm sure that happened. Yes. yes. And now that I look back, I'm like, oh my God, that must have been so, again, I'm sure people felt it in the tone or whatever. Because society also rewards you for being in a relationship. Yes. Like you've won, especially I think for women.
0: Even though this is wrong, the headline is you've been picked. Yes. And that's why it's not the same for men, because they're the ones doing the picking. But it's all fucked up and not true and wrong, but there's still this thread hovering a little bit. Totally. Inescapable. And then I was like,
1: well, so what are the, like, rules? Like, what are— uh, For people? Well, not rules, obviously, but the the recommendation, I guess. Maybe talk about other stuff. Yes. <laughs>
0: It'll come up.
1: It'll come up. Like, what's bringing you joy? And then, like, if they're not bringing up anything related to dating, that's because it's not.
0: Well, <laughs> so you exactly. might not want to
1: Maybe the question
0: is so, what's
1: been going on? Then? I think I'm no longer telling my friends about first dates. That's I think your it's a new rule. It's Omerda. Like, no one knows because that's what kind of leads to this. Like, so what happened to J- that? And you're like, so true. sometimes you don't even really remember, and you're like, oh, right. And then I have to. Remember this person and remember what happened. <laughs> it ends up bringing those things top of mind when they're not. So yeah, I've been thinking about the first date no talking rule.
0: Okay, I love that. I, I don't know. That's, that's I, one that's, strategy. I get it. It's also on uh, not on uh, us. Yes, but. I was just about to say that we can't control what they're going to do. They might just ask. So then maybe some safeguards on the yes, other side of right of not talking about every little thing DJ. that happens. No, but that's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Support for Synced comes from Open. Listen, if you want to know the secret to a happier 2024, yeah. it's breathwork. Uh-huh. It's the new everything. It's the new everything. <laughs> it is the key to everything. Well, we Now we know. I mean, you're…
1: You're working on some breath oh, stuff, and it's like sure am. It's just so remarkable how much you can do with your breath.
0: Yeah, it's just
1: it can regulate your uh, entire body. I mean, it does. It does, it does regulate your it entire does. body, and it was better than like doing a whole therapy session. Like I woke up that morning like not feeling great,
0: and then the rest of my day was so much different just because I did that class. I like doing the stillness for sleep. It's five mm. minutes. It's a like super easy class. And then I just feel like the day is released.
1: Oh, it, and you you feel completely different. Yeah. Like you'll lay down and like your mind is just going. And then after the meditation, just, it's it puts almost,
0: you in a different mindset. It does. If you want to get on our daily routine, you can get 30 days free of open by visiting withopen.com slash synced. Again, 30 days free by visiting withopen.com slash synced. Support for synced comes from Vegamore. We love Vegamore. We oh, were just we're talking obsessed. about that. I'm always talking about Vegamore. You ha- you got your hair cut. It looks so fresh, so nice. I cut it myself. You gave yourself <laughs> a haircut and you're keeping it really healthy with Vegamore. Yes. I use their serum. I use their, oh,
1: that brush at night. Like mm. I keep it on my nightstand and I'll just like brush like, myself to sleep. It's so good for
0: your scalp. It's really nice. And the, the grow hair serum. Oh, don't get me started. I mean, I can always tell by the Ends of my hair when I'm like on that grow hair serum first of all my hair is just like so long every time I see you I'm like what is happening I know it's so long but it's because of the serum and it's healthy it's not just like drab
1: yeah it's beautiful I'm your hair is amazing.
0: So elevate your hair wellness
1: routine this year with Vegamore. For a limited time, get 20% off your first subscription order by going to vegamore.com slash synced and use code synced at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash synced code synced to save 20% off your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash synced code synced.
0: Okay, I'm gonna pivot because I am currently on a hunt for a martini shaker. Oh. <laughs> Because I made two martinis this weekend, you did okay, obviously, this started well, I love martinis, but I never felt like I needed to make them necessarily, although I have some beautiful martini glasses, so that's always fun. Here's a present hack for people, gift hack unless you're on we're on vacation together or something, and we go to a fun bar that we love and it's like fancy and cute for your birthday, this isn't relevant to you because you don't drink anymore. But if you did, or maybe I would still do this because you could drink Sprite totally. out of it. Then if that bar sells glasses, then buy that. Like I have two martini oh. glasses from Bemelman's Bar in New York, which is my favorite bar in the world. And then I have two from the— Cannot in London that also had a beautiful bar that I stayed there for a week. And it's a memory too. You're so good at gifts. I love giving gifts. That's such a
1: great idea because what you're so good at is you give very personalized gifts.
0: It's important. Thoughtfulness. (sighs) How do you do it? Well, I just like it. Rob's like that, too. He's very, very good at giving gifts. And I mean, it's ultimately selfish. It's just I like the feeling of putting that puzzle together. It's a puzzle. Right. It's Uh, an art. It's an art. It's a puzzle. It's a science. Girl math. So, yes. Anyway, (laughs) all to say, I have some nice martini glasses. And then I was on YouTube Friday night looking for a recipe. And a video of Emma Watson popped up it was a Vogue <laughs> I think I saw this video of her and her brother yes oh my god yes she has a new yeah okay she company. has a new alcohol company and so she was on British Vogue making some drinks with her new gin and then her brother was in one making one with her but anyway the first one she made was an espresso martini and I was like I, I'm gonna make that today ooh but I was overwhelmed because I I don't know how to make espresso I don't know but then I remembered that an espresso machine so I, I made it. I instacarted a chocolate liqueur. Oh wow <laughs> all nine yards. I know I know. So I made it. It was delicious. It was so good. The problem is I only have the this- Stir apparatus. Some martinis are meant to be shaken and some are meant to be stirred. Okay. And so I have, from Bemelman's, I have the stirring situation cover, but I don't have a shaker. And the espresso martini needs a shaker. So it tasted so good, but I can only give it a seven because it didn't have the consistency it was supposed to have. So now I'm on the—oh, and then on Sunday, I made a regular— martini, my martini, gin. I used to get it without vermouth, but I'm putting that back in. And lemon twist. It's There is such a sexiness yes. to it. You peel the lemon and you have to do it over the glass because the aromas wow. come off into the glass. And then you take a little strip and you wrap it around the long stir and it gets curly. Oh, wow. it's fun. Anyway, so I need a shaker. Yesterday, I went out with Jess. We just went out on the town. We went <coughs> to multiple stores. Everyone was out of shakers. Wait. What How are you weird talking is that? about? I know. Why? What's exactly. going on? What's shaking up? Emma Watson. Yeah, her video Emma- came <laughs> out. Everyone bought
1: shakers. Do you think? I mean, Taylor Swift made $93 million worth the NFL by just going. Exactly. So, like, it's just— Well,
0: Jess said, based on his restaurant, he thinks people are drinking a lot right now. A lot more. Oh, that's such a cool
1: focus group. Interesting. So people are drinking more in January? That's kind of surprising. Like normally
0: not, but he's just saying right now, this year. For some reason, he noticed, and his manager noticed, people are drinking a lot. They're ordering a lot of drinks. Isn't that
1: interesting? interesting? No more shakers. People are drinking
0: a lot. Well, his explanation was that everyone's drinking, so they bought all the shakers to, like, make their— I mean, duh. That's obvious. I mean,
1: it's, it well look, like, obviously, it's like, a very small sample, but it is anecdotal information that's pretty interesting put together. Yeah. That's super interesting because there's a whole dry January thing, but usually there's more in my—you fe- know, people bragging about it on my feet. and I'm not seeing it as much.
0: That's true. I had one friend who was doing dry January and she did it for like a week. I feel,
1: I mean, we've talked about this, but last year was like such a bummer and, um, you know, it's going to be an election year. it going to be a exactly. lot more drama. I think people are just in their YOLO. Like they just don't care. There's kind of a YOLO-ness in the air. You feel that? A little bit. I feel it in myself where I'm like, whatever, a little.
0: That's nice. You don't feel it? No, not yet. I think I will. This beginning of the year has been very stressful for me. And then someone did this hilarious meme or is it a meme if it's just letters? I mean, words. <laughs> yeah, I think it counts. Okay, it counts. They posted something that said—I reposted it. Oh. One thing about January is that she's going to make sure you feel all 31 days oh, I saw of that. Her. That is how I feel. I just, like, thank God we're almost out of this month. I am ready for the, oh, the, a turnover. Interesting. Yeah. What are you ready for? What are you inviting in? Just not so much heaviness. Some levity— some light. Just a little bit more ease. Mm-hmm. Coziness. I don't need it to be cozy necessarily. It can be sprightly, but it just can't be so heavy. Right. Well, you've been dealing with a lot of drama. I know. There's, there's been, been a lot of drama
1: around you. Yeah. That's been trying to like bring you in. It's hard. And you've been doing, I think, a really good job of resisting. Thank you. Getting wrapped up into it.
0: Yeah. But when this airs, it will be February. Happy February. Happy February. Congratulations to we all made of us. it. We made it. Yes. Through. And hopefully by now, I will have had a martini shaker. So I might go on a little mission today, try to get we one. Go on a martini martini mission. Mission. It's your social video. This is social video. I feel so bad. This is what we do on Flightless Bird too. <laughs> Every time we do an episode, we say, "Oh, for social, we'll do this," and then and we don't. Never do it. You know, sometimes you shoot for the stars yeah. and you land in oh, the my. trees. Okay. <laughs> and that's shoot for the moon so and land in the stars. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, yeah. Well, the trees
1: <laughs> is a new spin on it. But <laughs> it not even a, make it to space.
0: La- yeah, landing oh, well, in the that's trees. that's It's better painful. than landing on the ground. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> it's not what you wanted, but it's yeah. something. Sometimes something is enough. Right. All right. Well, should I tell this bad story about a restaurant? How bad is it? I went to a restaurant, and I went with Elizabeth and Andy from Nobody's Listening, right? Favorite podcast. And when I got there, I asked the server. I said, can I also put in a to-go order? And she said, sure, of course. Just let me know whenever you want to put that in, and we'll get that going. And I was like, great. So, you know, we order our food. We're in the middle of it. It's like an hour in. She comes back by, and I say, I'm ready to put in the to-go order. I give her the order. She's asking about the sides. You know, we get it all done. And then she comes back some minutes later and says, I'm really sorry, but the kitchen is too slammed and can't accommodate it. And I was sort of like, oh, okay, no problem. It just sort of caught me off guard. So I said, no problem. But then, then I had a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Then I did have a problem because it doesn't, you can't do that. First, First, to me, you can't say yes and then say no. Like, at that point, you have to tell the kitchen, sorry, I already said yes. Or before you say yes, you say like, let me just double check. It's kind of a busy night. But mm-hmm. once you say yes— It's on you. It is. Yeah. Or we're out of this item, but we can do these other ones. Lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> you lie. Do whatever. But— At SoulCycle, they would say, find a yes. Oh. Even if we were out of water, you had to find a yes somewhere. Like, okay, we're out of this, but we have this if you want this, or we'll give you free something. Like, you have to for customer service. Right. Also because we could have just ordered the food. Were you at the table still? Yeah. should have just been like, never mind, I'll take it now. That's what I was thinking. to go box. (laughs) Exactly. But by then, we were already so far into the meal that I think they could have said, like— you have to give your seat up. Well, okay. So then we also like got kicked window. out. You got kicked out. So <laughs> I've heard about this happening there. There's technically a time limit on the table. And depending on how busy it is, they don't often care. But in this case, oh, and we were there for two and a half hours. So then a different manager came up and said, hey, guys. And this was very nice. He was trying to find a yes. He said, We'd love to move you over to the bar. We'll buy you a round of drinks, but we need this table. But we were still drinking our drinks. I just said, we're heading out. Don't worry. I understand. But also after what already had happened, you kind of like, you just have to be aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because, yes, you can't say yes and then no, because I would have just ordered all the food and then— Taking it to go. I just never heard of, like, when they want to make more money by
1: giving you more exactly. stuff?
0: I'm sure they were just really slammed. Blamed. But it's not like an order calling in. We're there. Right. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's a little there's weird. There's something going on. They have so many policies there. I know. I've gone on like afternoon with Calvin and they've made me take my hat off yeah but I'm like what is, oh I don't like that thing? at all
1: I, I hate dress codes even if I go in and I do what they want me to do I feel bad the whole time it's just such an exclusion it tactic I had um, a nice shirt on it wasn't yeah. even it wasn't like showing up and you like t-shirt. can't wear
0: certain types of sh- footwear oh my god I have no idea mainly I'd want for them. men they don't do much for women but there's
1: also something about like as an adult being told to what do what to wear yeah like it feels very like you're 14 and you're at school and like the headmaster's like, yeah, to me, it like brings
0: me back to like a weird place. It definitely feels exclusionary for reasons that are shady. Yeah. All right. Well, (laughs) on that note, let's answer some questions. Yeah. Oh, this one's heavy. Is it okay to leave someone who might have cancer anonymous? Hi, Monica and Liz. Last year, I asked for a divorce from my husband of eight years. We tried couples counseling for a bit, but I realized I could not get over all the emotional abuse, gaslighting, and cheating that went on for years. We recently have started getting paperwork and things ready for the split. We have children, so it's a process. However, recently, he's been having some health issues and doctors are a bit worried about the possibility of cancer or something serious going on. I'm very conflicted on if it is something serious, would I be a bad person to continue with the plan to leave? I find just hearing you two talk through things can be very helpful to look at things from different angles. Thank you. Oh, man. This is hard. Yeah. And I would struggle with this. I think you can go ahead and leave. Yeah. I
1: was expecting like because of the sickness, which I think is— that's more a complicated yep. and nuanced, but this is not, not. Unfortunately, and you can be there for this person. I mean, staying with them does not help them and will not help them recover. I think that you can still support them, and especially if you're co-parenting and you're still involved in each other's lives. But I think you're not doing anyone any favors by pretending you want to be in a relationship. You know, you don't. And want just to be suffering.
0: Here. I mean, yes. also because you've already put in your due diligence. You've tried. You've been hurt. You know that. You can't come back from it. And that's it. You have to put yourself first. I mean, this is like the most heightened situation for codependency. It's like begging for any codependent because of course you feel like, oh, no, how could I, quote, abandon someone Mm -hmm. when they have a serious illness? But you're not. And you have to protect yourself. And your kids. You have to also protect your kids because when your parents are miserable, the kids are miserable. Yeah. I don't.
1: Love to give. I don't have kids, so I don't anyway. Whatever, I don't even but see, you were a that. kid once. I was, I was <laughs> for a long time 18 years, but but I think. Sometimes I think we want to do things for kids because we think it'll help them. And and again, I think there's a lot of people who will sort of keep the semblance of a family, even though there's a separation or a divorce for the kids. But I think it ends up just confusing them more. And sometimes just being clear cut and being honest and not wavering, right? Yeah. Of well, now daddy's sick, so we're going to be together, but we still hate each other. Like, I think that only makes it more complicated for children, even though maybe the initial experience of being separated while they're going through an illness will be difficult. I think overall, in the long term, it will be for the best.
0: Well, yeah, I think if you do have kids, a good thing to think about is what would you want for them? If your kid was in your situation and had been... Emotionally abused yes. and cheated on so and boy. they're sad. Like you don't want that for your kid. So you shouldn't want that for you. Synced is sponsored by BetterHelp. We love, we Better love Help. BetterHelp. We love therapy. We do. Relationships are hard. When we're struggling in a relationship of any kind. We can be really hard on ourselves, but the truth is they are hard. Totally. That's just the nature of them. And therapy is so, I found so life-saving to talk through relationship issues. Yeah, and it makes our relationships last. I feel like there's
1: so many times where I could have like ended something or cut something short and my therapist was actually like, no, this is the moment you dig in.
0: We love it because it's entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. There's no excuses about it being difficult because you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists, which is great. great. Important. Very important. Find the right one that works for you. Become your own soulmate, whether
1: you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com synced today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash synced.
0: Okay. Well, that was much easier than we thought. Yeah. Listen to yourself. Okay. Solo traveling as a very independent wife. This is from Lane. Hi, Monica and Liz. Big Armchair and Sink Squad member here. I'm a super independent married woman. I've always been the person that won't wait around for others to decide that they want to join me on an adventure. I'll just go do it on my own. My husband and I normally do one big trip together each year around our anniversary. My husband is more worried about budgeting and money than I am. He plans and researches while I just do whatever and figure it out as I go. This means I've gotten to go on a lot of amazing solo trips, and then my husband doesn't feel like we have enough money to do a big trip together. I'm almost 31, and I feel like I'm getting close to trying to have kids. I'm feeling the pressure to use my limited time off to do adventures I won't be able to do as easily if I become a mother. I have it in my head that this year I really want to go to Scotland and walk the West Highland Way, but my husband doesn't have any interest in doing that. It's also our 10-year anniversary and we want to do a bigger celebration trip together. I'm worried that if I do my usual, do what I want and go to Scotland, I will jeopardize our anniversary trip and I will feel guilty and my husband will resent my decision. What should I do? How do I balance keeping my independence and also being responsible and a good partner?" This is tricky, actually, because we're so independent and I do love solo trips. And I also agree that one life, and if you don't think you'll be able to do this Scotland trip for a long time because of children, I'm kind of like, you need to do that. And I understand being in a partnership and feeling like, can't you sacrifice that for something that we do together. What does he want to do? I guess I, I want also more information. Like, he wants to do a bigger celebration trip, but we don't know what it is. Okay. And I think the thought is, if she does the Scotland trip, there won't be enough money. Right. But also, I guess the question is, is that true? Right. He is very— More frugal. Exactly. He's more frugal, which is great. But what's the truth about yes. the finances? Right. <laughs> Maybe she could, like, make a budget and say, I think— we have the funds to do this big trip together and for me to do this important thing for me maybe budget it all out right. and then present it to him and say like i don't think we have to do one or the other i right. think both can happen here. right
1: it seems like there's an issue it's funny like i feel like my parents have like this exact problem and they're like over 70 <laughs> and yeah. so it just can become something that's just difficult and my dad almost went out and did this two week trip on his own in hungary and i was like why are you doing? Like part of me was just, okay, sure, go do it. But I could tell there was like a sadness to it and he didn't end up doing it, which I thought was probably for the best. But anyway, that's kind of a separate story. But yeah, I think it's common with couples, right? That you're just approaching travel and money. I mean, money, right? Like just differently. So I would want you to like plan something even better together or try and find a way to sort of do both and do it on a budget that feels good for you because, yeah, you should be able to do things you want to do,
0: right? Yeah, especially before you have kids. I agree. And you're young. So if there's something that's going to be like a lot more expensive that you both want to do together and you feel okay sacrificing the Scotland trip for it, then maybe do that. But I would just— Sit down and like make a budget, make a list of different options and then you might have more clarity on it.
1: I think there's a difference, too, between becoming a dad and becoming a mom that she can maybe even bring up, because I I understand feeling left out, and if she's going on this adventure, and it's their 10-year anniversary, so I, yeah, I do think she should be thoughtful about making that anniversary special and celebrating it together, but I also think women having kids and men having kids is just like a total, like, you become a different person. You know, you lose a lot of things, you'll gain so many things, Yes. but maybe that's also something that could be helpful for her to sort of discuss with him why this is so important. That it's not just like I'm independent and obviously she is independent and all that stuff but like becoming a mom in 2024 is or in these days there is a loss of freedom. There is. And you won't be able to do things the same way that you used to for a while. You'll be able to eventually but for a while it won't be.
0: And it will never be this version yes. anymore. Once you have a kid, they are your priority for life. Yes. Not to say like you'll never do a vacation, of course you will, but your brain changes, right? And your priorities change and your life changes. And so I think you should do what you want to do before that happens. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I think we have time for one more. I want to end the relationship with my sister in law now that her and my brother are getting divorced. Mm. From Ashley. Hey Monica and Liz, I need some advice on how to manage a delicate situation. My younger brother and his wife are in the middle of getting divorced. They've been married for two and a half years, but have been together since they were 16, now 33. In all honesty, she's not a person I would ever gravitate towards in real life. She's judgmental, aggressive, and her anger almost always gets the best of her. In my family, anger has always been a big issue, and I've worked hard to keep mine in check and surround myself by people who keep a level head. Anyway, her and my brother have had a volatile relationship since the beginning, and they have two sons who have always suffered the consequences of this. During arguments, they would jump to harsh words and intense emotions, whether the argument was small or big. She always seemed to bring out the worst in my brother and for that reason, I distanced myself from him while they were dating married. Anyway, my brother has finally stood up to say enough is enough and they're getting a divorce. Currently, they are working together to keep things civil, but there have always been a few situations that foreshadow a difficult divorce proceeding is coming. She wants to continue to hang out with me because she sees me as a friend and wants to have a relationship with my two children, but I would prefer to cut ties in order to pursue a better relationship with my brother. I used to be so close with him when we were kids and I want to get back to that place. He has been so much happier since asking for the divorce and we've been hanging out a lot more. I don't want to risk messing that up. How do I broach this with his soon-to-be ex-wife without her being spiteful and using my nephew's as leverage to get me to hang out? She's done that before even when they were married. Help. Oh, God. Sounds fun. I mean, for me, this is a no-brainer. And it's also, here we go again, boundaries. Here they are. They, like— You can just be straightforward.
1: You can be straightforward, but also you don't owe her an explanation and a a whole thing too. I think it's a pretty simple one text because sometimes I I feel like we end up over explaining and it ends up kind of justifying their spitefulness or their anger or like you've done this horrible thing. To me, it's a simple, when she asks you to hang out, say, I really don't have the bandwidth right now, but I'll, I'll reach out when I do. Wishing you the best. Making it clear in your communication, that you're not asking questions. You're
0: not engaging. You're not really interested yeah, that's in, so in that relationship. Yeah, that's true. This goes back to what my therapist said once about boundaries when I'd ask, like, do I need to have a conversation? Do I need to tell them basically that I'm ha- putting up boundaries? Right. <laughs> and she was like, no, that's you just right. put up the boundary. Exactly. So yeah, this yeah. does feel like that. And you're so fine. Yes, like in prioritizing right. your brother yes. is exactly what you should do. Right. And honestly, it's an out. This person has some toxicity. You felt it this whole time. It's created a faction between you and your brother. And so, great. Time to start over with him. How fun. Right. And she doesn't need to be a part of it. And
1: I can't get into it, but I had a similar situation. And I just would be cordial but distant. Yeah. In text messages or interactions, non-communication is communication. Sometimes the loudest. Exactly. And just preserving that distance. Because she's going to want to pretend like you guys are still close and that you're going to stay close and you need to signal that's not the case. You have
0: every right. It sounds like she's a difficult person. So if she comes back and if she's directly attacking you or questioning you. I think you could say at that point, I'm sorry you feel that way. I am I need to prioritize my relationship with my brother. Exactly. That's it. The, the shorter, the better. Yeah. And then if they keep coming back, just ignore it. I mean, that's the, like, it's sad because the children, but your brother will have time with the children and you'll see the children then. No,
1: it doesn't even matter. I I don't, yeah. they, you know, they still have their parents. They still have
0: you as their aunt. The kids don't need the aunt to be friends with them. No, I think the thought is, would then she be removed from seeing the kid, like she probably these are her nephews, and so the thought is, will I not be able to see them anymore? But well, you will via your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's fine.
1: I don't think it will jeopardize your relationship unless if she's super toxic, she can start talking shit about exactly. you, which is you kind can't of a hold control. Of thing, but that. yes, you can't, and just be be short and be cordial and focus your relationship on your brother. And I think this is great. <laughs> Me too. It worked out the way it was
0: supposed to. It right. sounds like
1: because it's hard when you have a sibling or even a friend, and they're dating someone that you know is bad or that's not bringing out the best in them or that's mistreating them, it's it's very difficult. And in many respects, that can bring a lot of problems within the family and with the kid and all that stuff. But I feel like this clear separation is a really good thing for everybody.
0: I agree. Okay, great. Great questions. Keep writing in. We get such beautiful, wonderful questions. I just saw Anthony's again. Hi, Anthony. Oh, <laughs> Uh <laughs> you send another one? No, it no, is no, just no, the one just from last, last week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, next week is the big. <gasps> it is already next week. Yeah. I have like my. You stuff have really backed yourself. <laughs> well,
1: because also. I didn't realize how bad I am.
0: No. Well, not
1: bad, but my body, there's something wrong with I'm not breathing. I have not been breathing my whole life. That's what I'm yeah, kind of realizing. Yeah, you learned that, which is
0: kind of a big it's revelation. A big
1: <laughs> revelation to me. That, like when I breathe with my diaphragm, it hurts. And I feel like I'm dying sometimes. I'm in these exercises. Not dying, but oh my God. like, do like, you ever, something have wrong you ever
0: done me. a thing? Okay, lay down. Yeah. Put something. A book. That's one okay. of my exercises. Yeah. But
1: it's like the transnational ultrasound. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's that for oh, my diaphragm. No. Yeah, it hurts. I've been storing a lot into my <laughs> plex, plexus solar. What? Solar plexus. Sorry, solar plexus. I'm <laughs>
0: Wait, who says In French, French Canadian, they say plexus, plexus solar. solar? Oh, wow. I, guess I said it wrong.
1: So, yeah, I've been storing a lot. Apparently, there's a body work guy I should go to. Hannah told me to. But now No, don't add more I doctors. I know. There's this just- <laughs> guy. I just like I just want to chill. This was supposed to be like I mean, it has been relaxing. It's been not so great for my roommate, I'm sure. Not so relaxing for her. It's been a nice experience, but I'm very afraid to perform.
0: In my first acting class in college, so like once you joined the acting program, so it was the first like real acting class. The first day of class, the teacher said it was like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She said, Okay, on Friday, everyone's gonna come in and sing a song for the class. Terrifying. And I was like, I quit. Like, I'm (laughs) not doing that. I'm not doing it. But she said the reason is because singing in front of people is the most vulnerable thing a human can do. And once we all do this— we will know each other so much better. We'll get that first vulnerability out of the way so that we can like, you know, act on each other right. and stuff. So we should all say. No. That's what no. we're saying. You have, <laughs> you've done this and I haven't started my essay yet. I mean, I'm so
1: jealous. i mean, thinking about you when I'm doing these fucking things. like, man, I got the wrong end of the stick here. I know,
0: but this is your personal I know. journey. No, I chose.
1: No, I'm glad I did it because it's helped me. My month of January has been good because of this. Honestly, wow. it's been something that's made... Made me scroll less on my phone and just have a goal in life. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Direction and like this teacher I found is really sweet, even though she's just on my computer. (laughs) It's just a video lesson. Like it's it. She's very great at what she does. Yeah.
0: Okay. One more thing, just to add right before we go, I just remembered that last week when we talked about beauty products, you talk about the hydrogel. Yeah. A couple days ago, I was at Target, and it's under lock and key there too. Oh. (laughs) It's behind the glass. What is it? Wow.
1: Maybe you can make like math out of it.
0: There must be an active ingredient. I think it's just like hot. No, hot commodity. No, they would put like if all things in Target, the the hydrogel, yeah, the No, that's weird. I think there's more to this. We should investigate okay, we should, for next yeah, week. Yeah, let's go. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.